One of the ways that we had fun was to be physical. Back when my children were younger, and especially during the winter, we had to do some physical activity to burn off some calories and quiet the tribe down. So we had a, a game I made up called Get Dad Off the Sofa. I would lay on the sofa, and their job as little kids were to pry me off the sofa, and I would do it in such a way that I would, I would make sure to, to flex just as they were applying pressure, like to my legs. I would flex, and they'd go tumbling down on the floor. They loved it. One time I got a black eye from one of the kids who was a little rambunctious, but it was great fun. I think they would tell you now as adults that that was a pretty fun little game that we had. Now, there are moments for you as a mom or a dad to laugh and have a good time with your kids. We're going to talk about that today. I'm John Fuller in the studio with Dr. Danny Huerta. He's in charge of our parenting department. And Danny, um, maybe there was a different game that you made up or played, but I know you've had a lot of fun moments with your kids, Alex and Lexi. Yes, uh, and John, do, do your kids still play Push Dad no, off I, the sofa? There's or? a point at which I give up all <laughs> physical competitions with my children. As they got older, as I got really aware that I could get hurt beyond a black eye, mm. I think we, we transitioned to things like, oh, checkers or Scrabble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of the unique ones in our home was swinging in the blanket when they were younger. Swinging, swinging in, in the blanket. blanket. They were young don't enough. Don't do this. Don't try this at home. This is a focus <laughs> on the family endorsing this. What? They would uh, lay inside the blanket. They'd be wrapped in the, into the blanket, mm-hmm. and then I would swing them around, almost like it was a roller coaster. I'd swing them up and down. I'd spin around in the room. Are you? You're holding this? I'm holding them in each both of the corner, all four corners, and they're they're swaddled inside the blanket with their head and feet all inside, and so I'm swinging them around. And, uh, you know, I made sure that was a very sturdy blanket. And again, don't try this at home. Focus on the family doesn't endorse the swing the kids around in the blanket uh, game. So, I mean, it was a lot of fun. My daughter, my son would (laughs) would say, hey, Dad, can we we have swing in the blanket? And so we we had fun doing that. We had a lot of camping trips and football in the, you know, in the snow. Another unique one we do is two-on-two ultimate football. And we still do that now. Um, myself, my wife, my daughter, my son, and we take each other on. We try to incorporate fun as much as we can, even when we're we're trying to work at home. My daughter and I are probably the more playful ones. Yeah, I've caught and my, that my over son these and, and wife. Yeah, uh, Heather and they're and the and task Alex, focused they, ones. They, they help us get stuff done. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, let's go ahead and hear from Dr. Kevin Lehman a little bit about how um, he used to have fun with his kids, even though there were some rules in the home. Jim, you mentioned having a list of rules printed up. One of the things we never did, and I wish we would have, is have a family motto. And Kevin, you spent some time in the book talking about family mottos and how that kind of imprints us and how we we kind of lead and uh, parent the, that same way we grew up. Oh, One of yours um, is pretty obvious, and Jim shares this one. It's let's have fun. <laughs> Talk about that a little bit. It's a last born thing. Yeah. Right? What, what is the family motto of let's have fun lead us to uh, to be it, like his parents? Yeah, it can get us in trouble once in a while, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, you have to understand that you took away as a youngster a mantra about life. Those mantras are things like I only count in life when I have fun, when I'm the center of attention, when I get people to do what I ask them to do. Now, there's your typical baby the family. They are social. They can be fun. They're whimsical. They change from moment to moment. They could sell dead rats for a living. 
<laughs> I have an early childhood memory of selling bags of dirt. <laughs> in sandwich bags, door to door, for ten cents a bag, and people bought it. Yeah, and they were silver dimes back in those days. I want you to know, it, people bought them. But you know, so you grow up with that, and and now you're a daddy. And my wife remembers me taking little Holly, our little Holly Dolly, we called her, our firstborn, and I would say. Little Holly's flying through the air, and I'd throw her in the air like a lot of dads do, and I'd get her up about eight feet. My wife was done. I mean, it's like we got this fun thing, and it walks, and it, it wets, and it does all kinds of things, you know. And thank God I married the firstborn who had rules. Okay. And, and she, would, she was a good balancer for me. So our kids actually ended up in a pretty healthy environment. They never got seriously injured. But when I, this is, I shouldn't admit this, but when I drove our youngest, Lauren, to school in the morning, we have five kids, okay? I'm driving little Lauren, she's in seventh grade, to school. And we had different things that we would do. And she always had a little girlfriend. I picked up a little girlfriend with her in seventh grade, and I'd drive them to school. And we had a little handicapped driver day. And on the way to the school... We would go through this residential area where the speed limit was 25 to begin with. But all of a sudden, I would crouch down, okay, in my little car, and I'd get down to about 7 miles an hour. I'd check to make sure nobody's behind me. And then I would just creep through the neighborhood. And when a car came, then I would always wave to the car, but I would raise my hand so slowly that I really never flashed the wave till after the car went by. And these two seventh oh, graders were they squealing with delight. Die laughing. <laughs> then we had special delivery day where I literally came into the parking lot. They have a flat sidewalk approach. And that's why I say I shouldn't say this on the air. I would drive right up to the door. <laughs> <laughs> I was six feet from the door and let the kids out. And they were and of course the other kids I became came known as I, I was very popular on the campus. Let's just, like Crazy dad. Crazy maybe. dad. Thank you. I'm glad you said that. Just popped into my head. Yeah. You know, we did crazy fun things. Would Mrs. Uppington, my bride, ever do that? No. There are rules. You just don't do things like that. And so the atmosphere, and that's what I want parents to understand: is whatever you grew up with is somehow going to be communicated to those kids. Mm-hmm. And I would like to add that God puts men and women together who are unlike each other, who are different, and we're often opposite. Yes. And now in hindsight, I appreciate those differences in parenting. It's really important. (laughs) Wait a second. Wait a second. Say it again. Say it again. I really appreciate you, Jim, as a father. The fun, he, he was, was the, the fun dad. dad. Well, but he was the good guy, the fun guy. You were Attila the Hun that came across <laughs> all these things. Oh, yes, yes. But, you know, we learn from each other. Well, that's true. And I've learned that I need to grow up, to put it bluntly. <laughs> I'm with you there. Life isn't always a party, you know. And I tell some of these stories uh, and I, I get a few Pharisee letters because I tell those kind of stories because somehow people think that 
I ought to be up on some kind of pedestal. No, if anybody who knows me, I'm I'm not a pedestal person. I'm a roll up your sleeves and let's see if we can get things done. Let's be real. But I would point out for all you young parents that are so worried about your kids liking you someday, our five kids like nothing better, the youngest is 28, than hanging out with us old people. They like their parents and the proof's in the pudding. So the fun you put into your family, the investment that you put in in getting behind the eyes of each of your kids and realizing they're all different and treating them differently. Almighty God treats us different. Mm -hmm. Why don't you treat your kids differently? All right, somebody is sure to be thinking, that's fine for Kevin, that's fine for Danny to do those things, but I'm not all that fun. Mm -hmm. So what do I do? Yeah, I remember a dad... (laughs) coming into the, the, my counseling practice, and he said, I'm just not a fun dad. That's just not me. That's not my, na- that's not my natural thing. And uh, th- their kids, his, his kids, had compared him to a lot of other dads. That was, that was tough for him. He hmm. said, I'm just not like those other dads. And when we looked at him taking the time to understand each of his kids and what could be fun for them, and for him to invest in that moment in the way that it helps with attachment and connectedness with his kids, he saw the why. Why do I even need to work on this? And it's not that you need to become the most entertaining or most fun person. This is an opportunity to create growth in your relationship, and it gives you an opportunity to grow. It's like an adventure for the dad, right? You, you find something that you can do that can be fun, and you, you'll catch up to it, and have fun with each of those kids in the way that they have fun. Have your kids teach you yeah. how to have fun and allow yourself to take the time to do so. It could be that it's just there, you have so many demands, so many tasks. Allow yourself to put some of those aside because you may be transformed by allowing yourself to have some moments of fun with your kids. Yeah, yeah and I would only add it's never too late. Our kids are adults now. Um, We had a special needs child that really consumed a lot of energy, a lot of time, a lot of money, and really, Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, it it was God-given. It was a a wonderful opportunity for us as a family to learn about sacrifice. We didn't have some fun that we could have had. I'm trying to lean into my kids and learn what what is fun for you and do things with them as adults now. It's kind of redemptive, so it's never too late. Now, if you'd like uh, to kind of get a sense of where you're at, maybe you're not even really aware, are you a fun dad or mom, or are you a rules-based parent, uh, stop by our website. We have a really wonderful tool. It's free. It'll take maybe 10 minutes of your time. It's called the Parenting Assessment, and it's going to be a little inventory of uh, some questions and answers. At the end, you'll be given ideas on things that are going well, some areas to grow, and some further encouragement. It's a great tool. It's free. We're going to link over to it in the show notes. It's called The Parenting Assessment. And then Kevin Lehman has a terrific book called Why Your Kids Misbehave and What to Do About It. We'll have details about that in the show notes. And as you can, please donate and uh, continue to make this kind of ministry possible. And then please remember to leave a review for us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to this show. That's really appreciated. It helps other parents find us, and uh, we'll thank you in advance for doing that. Well, I'm John Fuller, and on behalf of Dr. Danny Huerta and the entire team here, thanks for joining us for the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. Mm -hmm.